very good. Do I restart that? Yep. <laughs> That's embarrassing. No one else saw that, don't worry. Okay. Um, Alright, so Lotus. So I had to phonetically spell out this company um, because the name is very strange. Yes. Um, so this, so Lotus, they've created a new hypercar. When I say new hypercar, they've never created one before. So it's their first ever hypercar. Yep. It's called the Avaya. Avaya. That's, yes, that's Is how. that your best pronunciation? Did you practice that in the mirror? I didn't practice in the mirror. I listened to a lot of YouTube videos and that seemed to be the consensus. Okay. So if that's wrong, just comment it on uh, Apple Apple uh, Podcasts. <laughs> Which you can definitely do. And uh, we'll, we'll comment back. Sounds um, good. Okay, so Lotus... Uh, they're built in Britain, obviously, British company, um, and this is actually going to be the most powerful production car in the world. And uh, so it's 2,000 horsepower. From a Lotus. From a Lotus. Wow. This is from the company who, for many years, only built four-cylinder sports cars. And now they're producing a 2,000 horsepower hypercar. That's incredible, yeah. It's incredible. Okay, so 1,700 newton meters of torque, over 200 miles per hour. $2.5 million. It's quite the price tag. It's quite the price tag. I'm not sure the total number of vehicles manufactured. I'd be interested in finding that out. you assume that it's like 12? You'd assume it would be something along those lines. Um, okay, so it's got five driving modes, right? Range, city, tour, sport, track. So range mode, as you'd expect, gives you the longest amount of range. So um, they really just reduce the horsepower down to 1,000. <laughs> and uh, it's only rear-wheel drive at that point. Yeah, okay. So it's got individual motors in each wheel, as you kind of come to expect with these uh, electric hypercars. Um, uh, so that's that's range mode, only rear-wheel drive. Um, eight, only 800 new meters of torque in that mode. City mode, uh, the rear wing is deployed just lightly. Um, and it, use, uh, it uses uh, it, it uses a braking system that uh, generates power when you brake. It's called uh, like a kinetic like retention. Retention. I can't say it. It's the same as curves in an F1 car. Yes, it's it, it, it's, it's very similar. Kinetic energy recovery or whatever. Correct. And so uh, at that mo- at that point uh, in the city in the city mode, it's uh, in in action. Next mode's tour mode. Fourteen hundred horsepower, maximum torque. Um, and it's intelligent motor systems between the wheels, so it's between two and four-wheel drive, depending on how you're driving. And uh, like a Honda CRV. <laughs> Sorry, no, not like a Honda CRV. I've offended someone. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, it's also obviously got the ability to raise the the front lip and stuff like that if you're going over bumps on all of those modes up until that point. That's something that's very because supercars are just so impractical with so that stuff. You're just always scraping, and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, there's a thousand dollars. There's nothing worse than scraping in your um, hypercar. And so the next mode is sport, 1700 horsepower maximum torque. Track mode is max power, max torque. Um, it's got carbon, it's got carbon brakes. So batteries, obviously, it's um, hypercar, so it's all electric. Um, battery placement's interesting. So in Teslas, you may or may not have seen they put the batteries um, under the floor plan, like the floor the floor pan of the vehicle. Um, so you're basically sitting on top of them. Like the logic is that um, it's really low center of gravity, so the car handles really well. Um, the issue with that is it means you're sitting quite high. So in a you know a SUV or something like that, or even a station wagon. Um, or a sedan or whatever uh, the vehicle is, it's not a huge issue. 
um, and it still feels really good. But in a hypercar, you want to be sitting really, really low. That's kind of the expectation. You definitely want to be as close to the floor as you can. Correct. So if you've got sort of you know half a meter of battery under you, um, it's going to be less than ideal. So what they've done is um, they've basically mirrored their usual setup, which is the mid-engine. So they've got the batteries actually behind the, the driver, just between the driver and the rear wheels. So the thought being they know how to um, make a car handle with that kind of weight distribution. And so uh, they've just continued along those lines. And so that's what they've done for this. A um, couple of interesting little quirks is um, on the back, it's got a big Lotus um, badge kind of across the back. You'll see Oh, uh, yeah, that's a real classic. So Lotus, it's a classic thing. We're talking like a Porsche Carrera kind of vibe. Exactly. Like you have it all so the way. Yeah. the T's sort of in the middle, and um, that T lights up really bright and is actually the reverse light um, when you're reversing. Um, another interesting function is on the, um, if you've seen it, kind of has semi gullwing doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't press anything on the car to open that. You press it on the uh, key itself. Yeah. Press the key, door opens. So there's no control to actually like go and open the door from from the without the key. The car itself. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, it doesn't have wing mirrors. Doesn't have wing mirrors. No, it doesn't have wing oh, mirrors. Oh, this is going to be some fancy tech. Yes, yeah, it is. So instead, um, when you're in the car, it's got small screens on the inside of either door, and on the outside, it has these little cameras that just pop out and face backwards and it displays that on the small screens on the mi- on the uh, inside of the doors and that's your mirrors. The cameras pop out and you can The actually- cameras physically pop out. Wow, all right. So, yeah, so basically when you start driving, um, these two little cameras just slot out the sides of the car like tiny little wing mirrors and they just face backwards and give you that view. That's a lot better than, say, a Lamborghini Countach or something where you've got the engine in the back and you can't yeah. see past, you can't see through the back window. Yeah. Then you've got an impossibly far away mirror that you can't adjust. Yes. And then you've got to open yes. the door and lean all the way out. Yes. So it's better than that, but I think it's potentially worse than just having like a mirror in a nice supercar because my so my main issue is obviously what happens when it breaks yep. and you're trying to reverse and you, you can't. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's well, I would say Lotus aren't necessarily known for their reliable electronics. Yeah, yeah. They're known for their... Sourcing good engines from Toyota. Yes. <laughs> and they're known for their excellent handling. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and there's the, two things they can get there. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see how they go with that. There's no Toyota engine in this one, so it's all handling. Yeah, it's all handling. Uh, and then the final one is you can customize your Lotus symbol on the front of the car. You can make it gold or you can make it mirror or whatever you want. Um, so, yeah, being a, being someone who has regularly driven a Lotus. Yes, you you owned a Lotus. Still do. Still own a Lotus. Uh uh, I would love to drive this car. And what differentiates? So, like, what? Where's the key differentiator for a Lotus versus, uh, say, your Toyota MR2? Where is the main difference? Uh, price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there's a great community around having like Lotus ownership. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would say they're similar. Uh, light. There are. I'm not sure in particular about the Avaya, but the Lotus that I um, have is uh, aluminium monocoque chassis. And so um, it's extremely light, something like 850 kilos in its current form. Yeah. And um, so the power to weight ratio is just um, like nothing else. Yeah. 
So yeah, highly recommend if you can get your hands on one for a spin. Uh, it's great fun. There's been a lot of people walking past. It's quite funny to um, to watch okay. them because they back again. They definitely have a um, yeah. He's he's very keen to be in the background. He's like, oh yes, I'm going to be famous. Yeah, I'm going to be on getting at 31 views on this video. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm considering what because like if you stay here all day, yeah, maybe all day for a couple of days. It yeah. might take a couple of days. Yeah, you'd eventually get someone that would go and tell the lifeguard and be like, hey, yes. these guys, these guys are doing illegal activity. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's always that guy. Right, there you go. Let's um, load a survivor. Transition. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting better at the transitions. <laughs>